exploring the faith, life, and sport of Christians in sport. This is FLS. Here's your host, Brea Burrell. Hello and welcome to this episode of the FLS podcast, where with the guests, past and present Christians in sport, we chat with them about their faith, life, and sport. Today, heading into the world of cricket and my guest who at a young age started representing her country. She's played in various T20 tournaments around the world and soon we'll hear about her faith journey and just how passionate Indian cricket fans are. Welcome to the FLS podcast to Jamima Rodriguez. Jamima, hello. You're chatting to us today. You're in Mumbai and I believe you've lived there your whole life with your family. Yes, I have Mumbai. Uh, it's kind of weird now that I'm living in Mumbai. Like my entire life, I'm playing for Delhi Capitals, but uh, that doesn't change the love I have for the team. So, so yeah, back home after a very long time, got a good break back home and enjoying family time. How did that go? You've just recently wrapped up the WPL, as you said, growing up in Mumbai, but playing for Delhi. Um, were there some split loyalties in terms of some family members going for, say, the Mumbai Indians or, or you with the Delhi Capitals? No, no, no. no. So uh, the interesting story here was we were playing the finals in Mumbai and uh, all my family also have supported Mumbai, uh, like, along with me. Before I could play the WPL, we've always been, like, dying. Mumbai Indians fans, but this time it was different. I made sure I gave everyone Delhi jerseys, so they had no option but to support Delhi. And they come to the ground, and since the finals was in Mumbai, there was fully Mumbai packed crowd. And over there, in 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 a corner, there was a small family over there sitting with Delhi jerseys <laughs> like that, just surrounded by Mumbai Indians everywhere. And it it seems that they were having kind of battles. Like every time a wicket was falling, those Mumbai Indians fans were like, you know, doing a fist bump and teasing them and when we were hitting a boundary they were like come on and things like that but then afterwards when uh, Mumbai Indians won slowly my family just took that Mumbai Indians flag and wrapped it <laughs> off so that nobody comes and punches them but but yeah but they've been loyal to Delhi so yeah <laughs> that's good and and who makes up your family uh, can can you share with us uh, do you have brothers sisters parents so I have two elder brothers Enoch and Eddie my mom my dad my granny but apart from that I have a lot of cousins and like close and intimate family. So literally there were like 40 people coming for every game <laughs> of mine since it was in Mumbai. So yeah, it was it was a struggle to arrange tickets, but we did it at the end. I was going to say, did you have put in, put in lots of requests for some, some big amounts of tickets? <laughs> yeah, that was true. I was like asking every player, please, if you don't need the tickets, I am here. Please give it to me. It won't go in waste. So yeah. Now, um, in each episode, we love to <laughs> to speak to all our guests about their faith, life, and sport. And we want to ask you very soon, Jamima, about your faith. But firstly, your love of cricket. I believe playing it since you were very young. I started playing when I was four years old uh, because of my brothers Enoch and Eddie. So I couldn't sit quietly in one corner. I was always up to some mischief. Even till today, you know, it's very rare that you sit, see me, unless I'm like not well like today. I'll sit quietly in one corner, because I'm always up to something or the other. So that's how it started. My dad always had the the love for the game. He always wanted to be a cricketer, but uh, he came from a very poor background and his parents really didn't support him because at that time it was like, you get a job, you're stable in life and, you know, it's sort of because we never know what happens, what would happen if he would pursue cricket. So it was very unstable. So that's why he could never like follow his dreams. He went on to become an engineer. 
but he never stopped me and my brothers from playing cricket and my mom is also here my mom also loves always loved watching cricket they should listen to it on the radio she tells me stories about how uh, they heard the world cup on the radio and things like that so so yeah all all sorts of things but yeah cricket has always been there in the family now over here in australia with uh, when growing up the kids we play a lot of backyard crickets would you do something similar as you said when you were younger with your brothers playing cricket or would it be out in the street or how how would that be yeah so in india we call it gully cricket so it's like a small lane outside your house which we call it a gully and that's where uh, we all started I, i think you'll hear all the stories of all the indians i think every single person has played gully cricket growing up because that is like a, a, a very common thing here uh, so so yeah so i have played like all sorts of cricket i've played cricket with a chappal i don't know with a flip flop <laughs> so so all this weird kind with with a uh, uh, i don't know what, what do you call it with a banana leaf like it's kind of strong the banana tree leaf so i don't know how you explain so yeah. i played like all sorts of cricket weird sorts of cricket uh, played with my hand played with the table tennis racket kneeling down on the floor in a very small space so so yeah so it's it's very interesting if you come to india and see the creativity at which we play cricket and uh, that i i think it's just the passion for the game and you just enjoy doing it so yeah I want to ask you shortly about that passion for cricket that you do have in India but as I said we want to find out if you can share please about your faith was that something that you had growing up as say family or did you come to faith and have have a faith later on in your life I grew up in a Christian family uh in fact my dad's a pastor in our church too like not the senior pastor but a pastor in the church so I'm a pastor's daughter. Uh so growing up how I was introduced to faith was in fact my name is also from the Bible. Uh I'm Job's daughter. Even my brother Eli and Enoch it's all from the Bible. Mm-hmm. Uh so like I have very strong like we have a very strong faith background that way and growing up the only rule in our family was you got to pray before you play. <laughs> and as kids you know you, you want to go out there and play gully cricket you want to go out there and have fun but because of that because of my parents we had to pray go take blessings from amma and dada and then we could go about and start our day or whatever whatever we wanted to do so that was how faith was introduced to me and uh, initially it was forced on me kind of a thing that i had to pray but uh, growing up uh, it became more like a relationship with jesus than a religious thing for me to do that i have to pray it turned into a want to pray because i've experienced jesus and his love and he's a real person and i talk to him like he's my best friend so i think that is something that has set the tone for my faith life and i noticed on your social media you have the verse 1 john 4:18 can you share as to yeah. to why you have that verse is it is it your favorite verse yeah this is one i mean you can't literally have one favorite verse but this is one of the verse that is uh set things for me in my life like maybe the theme of my life like you say uh it it says perfect love casts out all fear so growing up i've been a very fearful person a very shy person you know uh and this aggregated where there was uh, a death in my family when one of my very close cousins passed away right in front of my eyes so that's when i became very insecure couldn't sit in a classroom like i was i think how much 6 years old at that time and i couldn't sit in a classroom full of like 30 people 
I always needed my mom to be there and I used to make a big scene like if I was alone there in the class and everyone around me I used to start crying really loudly and I didn't know what I was going through at that time you know I was I was trying a lot not to cry because you know it, it's embarrassing also at the same time and uh, and then my mom had to be there sitting out in the class outside my class and my mom also had to also she used to get a laptop and work out just outside my classroom so I could see her and I know okay she is there then I'm fine. So this this happened. This this was carrying for for a, a really long time for years, I would say. And I didn't know what to do about it. Like I tried to be strong. I tried to like we used to pray. We used to pray a lot about it. Even my family didn't know why is Jemima reacting this way. But they knew somewhere deep within. It's just because of what trauma she's been through and everything. Because I was very close to my cousin. So then that still that fear started developing and. I think the only thing that set me free was not trying harder. It wasn't like even uh, praying harder, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Like it was just getting to know Jesus and his love for me. That in all these things, he still loves me. And even before I was born, he thought of me and he died on the cross for me. And he still loves me even now, even in this, even at my lowest, even at my worst. Where, you know, everyone... Uh, it's embarrassing for everyone else but he never found it embarrassing to be with me in this time and I mean I don't know how to explain it but this verse says that perfect love casts out all fear so the only thing that helped me overcome my fear is getting to know Jesus' love even more and in a personal way I mean it sounds illogical but I think for whoever's watching it I would just tell them if if uh, uh, you don't feel God exists I mean talk to him tell him be be more real to me and I think if he's God enough he will reveal himself to you and that's what he did to me and yeah his love getting to know his love has set me free from my fears and today I'm going and playing in stadiums filled with 84,000 people like at the MCG in Australia where I couldn't even sit in a classroom full of 30 people so I can only say that my life is a testimony of what God can do with the most broken people, broken person, and turn it turns into something beautiful. So, 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 yeah. I mean, I cannot take any credit for it because I know what I look like. I know what I am, but I know the only thing. Even till today, you know, even when people talk mean things on social media, or when you don't perform, you have your low days. I think the only thing that gives me stability and confidence in life is to know that. His love never changes. His love never fails. When I'm at my lowest, when I'm at my highest, his love is the same. And I think that's what gives me that balance in life. No, thank you. Thank you so much for sharing about about uh, your faith. When you're away, obviously traveling, and you mentioned, uh, you know, playing at the MCG, you're traveling the world now as a cricketer. How do you keep your faith strong? And I suppose connecting back into, say, your church uh, where you are there in Mumbai. Yep. So it, it is not easy when you're traveling. Obviously, there's a lot of time difference. Also, like you were in Australia right, right now, I'm in Mumbai. So there's there's a lot of time difference and things like that. Uh, for me, sometimes whenever I get the time, I'll go to a local church. I've been I've been to the Hillsong Church uh, in Australia, uh, I think twice, once in Brisbane and once in Melbourne. So, uh, so yeah, whenever I get time, otherwise it's just my, my personal time with Jesus, like just spending time. I'll take my guitar, I'll sing songs, or I'll just spend time in the Bible or listen to sermons and things like that. So that's how, like, and, and this is like a daily thing for me. It's not that I, I force myself to do it, it just become a part of my life right now. So, so, so 
Yeah, that's how I am. But otherwise, even my local church, uh, I go to Brother Man Ministries. So they always have their their prayer meetings live on YouTube or Zoom. So whenever I get time, I join in there. But yeah, that's how it is. FLS is supported by Mission Partner Fellowship of Christian Athletes. FCA's vision is to see the world transformed by Jesus Christ through the influence of coaches and athletes. FCA is for those involved with sport at all levels, ages and abilities to the elite standard. Contact FLS to find out ways that you can be engaged, equipped and empowered to live for Jesus and outreach in your sporting world. Fellowship of Christian Athletes, the heart and soul of sport. For more details, head to faithlifesport.com. It's half time on the FLS podcast, and what we love to do each episode, we love to ask our guests a whole bunch of fun, quick questions. My special guest today is Indian cricketer Jamima Rodrigues. And Jamima, your first question What's your favourite cricket ground to play at? One will be the Vankhede Stadium, and the other, Headingley mm-hmm. in the UK. Your cricketing hero? I grew up watching Sachin Tendulkar, so I'd go with him and Rohit Sharma. Can I add Meg Lanning too? So yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Get an Aussie in there. That's good. <laughs> uh, the cricket ground you've played at with the best meals or best catering? Best meals? Okay, I think it will be in Baroda because we had a lavish, uh, like what do you say? Uh, it was like a feast. It was not like a cricket match. Menu. It was like everything. There was Italian. There were sandwiches. There were Oh, Indian sweets, everything. So yeah. Um, now, other than cricket, any other sports you're good at? Uh, I played hockey for the state. In fact, I played hockey for my state before playing cricket for the state. So my parents thought I would pursue hockey, but then cricket took over. So hockey, I used to play basketball too, and somewhat football. So not great at football, but yeah. Uh, your best subject at school? Ah, uh, English. English. <laughs> Now, if I was to come on over to India and I was to come to your place with your family for dinner, what would you be cooking for dinner? I would cook, uh, I would not cook, definitely. I tell my mom to cook, but uh, <laughs> it would be chicken curry and pori roti. So it's like uh, crispy rice, like, it's like, I don't know how you explain it. It's like flat bread, which is very thin and crispy. Mm-hmm. And you put gravy on it, so you break it, you eat it with chicken curry like that. So that would be what I would cook. Sound, sounds very good. Two more quick questions. Uh, your favourite movie? My favourite movie? Oh, uh, I would say there are three, four. One is Three Idiots. It's a Hindi movie. Uh, one would be uh, Inside Out, an animated movie. I love animated mm. movies. Uh, Big Hero 6 and uh, Ye Jawani Hai Diwali. And Chak De India. Yeah. Yep. And finally, the most famous cricketer you've met? Most famous, I think, I think Sachin Tendulkar and Virat Kohli. So I had the opportunity to, you know, talk to them and about cricket and stuff. Even Rohit Sharma, so yeah, I think them. Well, that wraps up half time on today's episode of the FLS podcast. My special guest is Indian cricketer Jamima Rodrigues. Let's get back out on the field for the second half. Now, Jamima, obviously in India, non-overtly Christian country, can we ask you, please, can you be very open there as being a Christian and even whilst playing cricket too? I think for me, I have not faced a lot of issues or problems being a Christian. I think that way I've been very blessed that I have had teammates and 
people around me has always respected my faith and uh, respected me. Uh, growing up, it was a little difficult because I was a little shy, and like I said, you know, I used to pray and I used to like I I, I talk to I talk to God and talk to Jesus. So people used to make a little fun of me, saying, "Are in Hindi they say like ye God se baat karte." It means he speaks to God and all that. So they used to make fun of me, and I used to feel really bad about it. But uh, but I think yeah, now it it doesn't really matter to me because I know. Uh, if it was not for my faith it was if it was not for my my relationship with jesus i don't think i could do whatever i do today and that helps me that helps me in my daily life not just on the field but in, even in the smallest of smallest things just i know that he is with me he's watching over me he's protecting me and my family so then now it doesn't really matter even if they make fun of me because uh, i am pretty open about it and um, this is my life and this is my story and this is what he has done for me and neither will i force anyone to you know follow jesus or you know you got to you got to be spiritual no i would just say if you are open to it just ask god to be real to you and he will show up like we know of you know other other christians who play cricket like marnus labashain and and <laughs> in, in some various interviews that i've done with daniel sams and and a few others is there a sort of a, a christian network within the the cricket community Yeah, there there is a group on WhatsApp called Front Foot Faith where a lot of players, like you said, Marlis Labashim and uh, 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 JP Dumini, and a lot of them are on this group. Uh, even I'm a part of this group, Katie Perkins. So there are there are a lot of people, and like messages keep coming and all. And also, I have done the Super Over podcast, which is going to start again very soon, season two. So I've done it with JP Dumini and Liam Flintoff. and uh, it was really good we had marlis lavshi and ab 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 devilius uh uh fafdu plusi uh and a lot of people coming on that carlos rap with and coming and talking about their faith and just how it has helped them and you know uh it's now the th- it's it's like one of the most important things of their life their relationship with jesus so it's 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 really nice to get to know other christians and how their faith has helped them to do what they are doing today so 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 yeah it it is a blessing for me to actually be a part of this podcast and to like it just it just spreads you know their faith is very infectious and you know, sometimes you don't know but it's actually god speaking to you through them that okay if god can do it in their life he can also do it in my life now exactly now thank you moving back on to to crickets and you touched on there earlier like the the passion that india has for cricket can you i suppose share with us uh, and i haven't been to india myself but we see the the vision on you know when when australia's playing in india and what have you can you just share with us what happens in india when like it's if it, the ipl is on or the wpl or, or even the indian cricket team does does the whole nation stop what happens over there i think you just said you just said the exact right thing the whole nation stops because cricket is like the biggest festival i would say in india it's 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 huge like um every person over here knows and understands cricket and every person is ready to you know say oh no virat kohli should have done this or oh, amazoni what is he doing he should have done that so so there is a there's a lot of thing because it just shows about the passion and the craze uh uh cricket in india has so uh, i would say the indian fans are the are the best fans i would say because they just go crazy in the stands like literally you 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 just 
hit a four and they are like dancing and jumping and screaming and it's mad it's mad over here but uh, yeah this is just how much the nation loves the sport so I- it, it is it is a different experience here in india and speaking of dancing i did see i think a social media video of yourself you were even <laughs> dancing on the field recently during the wpl <laughs> you were getting into it as well <laughs> yeah so the wpl was a dream for all of us and we've been dreaming about this for a very long time like i played the big bash i played the 100 and they're great tournaments but you always like have this desire deep down within when is something of ours from like an indian Premier League going to start, and and when it happened after the World Cup, we couldn't believe it was happening, and it was happening at such a massive scale. There was DJs, there was huge crowds. We're getting to play with the best of best teams and uh, against the best of best opposition. So I couldn't hold myself back there on the ground because the crowd was going mad, and I couldn't stop myself. You know, their energy is so infectious. So I started dancing too at the same time. Yeah, it was fun. I was I was going to ask you if you have a favorite. Maybe you could be biased, but as you said, you've you've played cricket all over the world and the hundred in the UK, WBBL out here. Is mm-hmm. the the recent WPL probably your favorite tournament you played in? Oh, uh, it's, it's a very difficult question to answer, honestly, because all tournaments have their own significance. and they come with a different level of uh, you know teaches you something different every time like 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 i said the wpl is all about having huge crowds a lot of uh, uh, social media following a lot of uh, um, like ads and stuff like that and and the pressure is different whereas where you go to england the conditions are different uh, you know there are different conditions you play with and uh, and and yeah again to gel up with a whole new team you know a, a new culture like where as to gel up with in the wpl it's much more easier because it's the same culture but there so so everywhere the 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 competitiveness and uh, uh i would say the cultures are different and each tournament has its own significance so i would definitely say that the wpl has been my favorite but uh, not taking away the significance of the wbbl and the 100 because um i think the kind of matches we got in there and the competitiveness in all these tournaments have been amazing and it just teaches you so much as we wrap up very soon jamima thank you so much for your time today here on the fls podcast just very quickly getting back onto your cricket career uh, your one day international debut for india was back in march 2018 as a 17 year old uh can you remember that match now it was against australia and uh, who won uh, was it us or did you win you were smart and asking that still on that game <laughs> and uh, i remember that that was my odi debut uh, i scored one run i got out scoring one run but uh, i made my t20 debut before making my odi debut in south africa and harmanpreet kaur was the one who gave me the cap and it was a very special uh, moment because all my life i've been dreaming of playing for india i used to like go to in theaters in india and before the movie can start they always play the national anthem so i used to imagine myself wearing the india blues standing with the india india girls over there and singing the national anthem and when that happened in south africa i was like wait am i still in the movie theater or is this actually <laughs> happening here so it was that kind of a moment and we we were chasing that game so we were feeling first and so i got some time to let it sink in and things like that and 
when it came to batting, it didn't really bother me that it was my debut because I was only focused on what the team required. And at that time, we were chasing 160. I still remember that. And till then, India had never chased 160. So, at that time. So, it was a big score. Like a 200 right now. So, yeah. So, I still remember Smriti and Mithali. They got off to a really great start. Smriti got out. The very next ball, Harman Preet called, got run out. And I'm making my debut. So, I walk in there and... Uh, uh, I had a partnership with Mitali Raj of 60 runs, 60 plus runs. And I scored, I think, 37 of 28. And like that is still one of my most special innings. Because from there, we went on to win the game. And uh, even in the team meeting, they, they, the coach said, you know, the momentum we lost after losing two wickets, Jemmy came back and brought it back. So, I, it may, might have not been a 50 or a 100, but that is still one of the most special innings for me. Well, that wraps it up. Jemima, thank you so much for your time chatting with me today. Thank you so much for having me. Well, thanks for listening to today's episode of FLS. If there's anyone in your part of the world you love us to chat with, please get in touch. You can search us up on Facebook. Just look for Faith Life Sport or connect with us via our website at faithlifesport.com. And we'll catch you next time. We're back out on the field together in the next episode of FLS.